When most people think of the most important roadways in Canada, the Trans-Canada is normally the first to come to mind. Hi, I'm Chris May, writer, producer, and host of This Day in Weather History, now in its second year from the Weather Network in Canada. This is part two of a three-part terrible trilogy of blizzards. We have another one tomorrow. Today's is about Highway 75, This Day in Weather History. Manitoba's Highway Number 75 is part of what is termed Canada's National Highway System. It is also part of a network of highways and rail lines that makes up the International Mid-Continent Trade Corridor. Now, that connects to cities in central regions of North America, clear through. So it's kind of important that this corridor is not interrupted by, say, uh, a blizzard. But that is exactly what happened. In Manitoba, it begins at the Pembina-Emerson border crossing and runs approximately 101 kilometers or 63 miles north, running all along the west side of the Red River. That's going to be an important part for later, so please make a note of that. Clear through to the city of Winnipeg. The entire route is a four-lane divided highway, so like so many rural routes that run through open spaces for extended distances, they're not always fully controlled. And that is a problem. A costly problem. It costs a ton to patrol and control this, and it is also a costly loss when things like today happen. And let me tell you something, they have a history of this happening a lot. Again, more on that a bit later. Boy, we've got a lot of foreshadowing, don't we? And now for today's feature presentation, the February 2016 closure. On Sunday, February 7th, 2016, windy conditions and light snow had already caused several highway closures in and around the city of Winnipeg. This is a normal occurrence, especially when you get gusty winds from the north or slightly northwest off the gigantic Lake Winnipeg. And that wind is associated with a frontal passage that is also guiding in another reinforcing Arctic air mass that's coming in behind. Uh, the result? Blizzard conditions developed in the morning from like I just said would happen, Lake Manitoba, and the bands swept through Eli, Morris, and Emerson with poor visibility of 400 meters or less due to the snow and blowing snow. And that brings us once again to a tutorial on blizzards. There is an Environment Canada criteria for defining the blizzard. It goes as follows. When winds of 40 kilometers per hour or greater are expected to cause widespread reductions in visibility to 400 meters or less, check, due to blowing snow, check, in combination with falling snow for at least four hours, check. This warning was posted on its website. So it was on. Blowing snow driven by the high winds was starting to already close multiple highways in southern Manitoba on the Sunday. Between 8 a.m. and 5 p.m., RCMP already had received reports of 22 collisions. Trucks and cars were lined up along Highway 1, the Trans-Canada Highway, just west of Winnipeg because of a closure on the highway between Winnipeg and Portage La Prairie. Then Highway 75 between Morris and Winnipeg was also closed. The real problems then began to unravel as there were now stranded motorists and an unknown number of vehicles stuck right there on the roads or banked in a ditch, mostly south and west of Winnipeg. People who stayed home and heeded the warnings about this mess reported that they couldn't see even across the street or down the block because of the whiteout conditions that had set in. And although these types of storms are not unusual for this area of the country, many residents admitted that the strength and longevity of this particular event surprised even them. 
Hey, just a reminder that today's episode is accompanied by a podcast video short. You can watch this two-minute version of today's story on television on the Weather Network in Canada or online anywhere you are around the world at theweathernetwork.com forward slash weather history. Now, they're shot right here in my podcast recording studio and include photos and video from when all this snow fell and what it looked like. Then after you listen to the rest of this episode, be sure to check out the podcast video short. The critical Highway 75 was reopened the next day on February 8th, but still many routes stayed shut. They included the Trans-Canada from Portage La Prairie to Headingley and Highway 2 from Starbuck to St. Claude. Now, about the history of this roadway. Remember back at the start when I mentioned, and I quote, Highway 75 begins at the Pembina-Emerson border crossing, running along the west side of the Red River to the city of Winnipeg. The Red River floods regularly floods. Highway 75's proximity to the flood-prone Red River causes closures of the highway during the annual spring flooding events. The town of Morris is one of the most problematic areas because every year they are forced to close off the dikes surrounding the town and when they do that they're also cutting off Highway 75. Listen to this. The Manitoba Trucking Association estimates the closing of the Highway 75 effectively cost the industry one and a half million Canadian dollars per week. That's why today's story was an important one to retell right here on this day in weather history. Tomorrow is February 8th and we continue our terrifying trilogy of blizzards by shifting just a tick west again when I hit up the Prairie Blizzard. It was called by Environment Canada, quote, the worst in Canadian railway history. Wait a minute, railway history? Hey, that goes back to the founding of this nation. I will explain why in detail tomorrow on this day in weather history with me, your host, Chris May.